This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. So Kelsey, do you have any um, drinks today? I'm not going to lie. Today was one of those days we reached for two coffees instead of one, even though I've been trying to cut it out completely. Well, okay. It was actually really sweet. I was like, oh my God, I have like five calls today. And my boyfriend's like, I got your second coffee coming. And I was like, no, no, but I totally let him make me a second one. But aside from that, in my lineup, I had some Organifi Green and I also have my Element Electrolytes, which I'm sure you'll approve of, right? There we go. Yes. I love the element electrolytes. What's your favorite? What's your favorite flavor? Oh my gosh. I haven't tried watermelon still on my to-do list. Um, I really like orange. I'm just very partial to orange and you might think I'm crazy, but I like the, it's like mango chili, Mm. mango habanero. I don't know which one, but it's like the spicy mango. I actually really like that one. And I was surprised. Yeah. I'm not a spicy, spicy fan. Cause you know, I'm, I'm cold thirst. So cooling, cooling only. But, uh, I know, I think Parker really likes that one, but I have, uh, two, two of these Double heart, heart, chakra, it. heart chakra opening. I have my Organifi green and then I have this, this green smoothie. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to check in on the beverages. Absolutely. Um, but, oh man. Yeah. So it has been, I feel like a really busy couple of weeks and there's August is, I just feel like so much is happening going to, well, when this comes out, I might have already been there, but going to Tahoe for the retreat. So I'm hosting a retreat for the ladies in my seven figure mastermind, starting up a new mastermind this month, the abundance expansion mastermind, which I'm so pumped about. I, before this was just mapping everything out. I'm just like really excited about all of that. We're working on we're working on the book and the new course and so many things beyond that, upgrading the channel collective, giving it a facelift. Um, and what else, what else, what else are we working on? Lots of secret projects. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of secret projects. I'm trying to remember what I can, what I can say and what I can't, but what I will say is I am hosting a masterclass on August 24th at 5 p.m. PST. This is going to be all about the top three mistakes holding you back from a six-figure business. We are going to talk about the energetics of business. We are going to talk about clarity, scarcity mindset, how to stop sabotaging yourself with your BS beliefs. And I, I will say like when I was reviewing some of the things that the the lady sent in for this upcoming mastermind that I'm starting, starting this month. Um, the thing that just kept coming up over and over again is they just kept saying, I know all the tangible stuff from biz school because everybody in there has almost everybody in there has been through biz school, but it's clear to me that that's not going to take me anywhere unless I really like really focus on the energetics, you know? And that's why Mm -hmm. 
I, I talk about that a lot. Um, and I have a lot of friends who will make comments. They'll like compare themselves to other people. And they're like, that person has no strategy. They're just like flying off the seat of the pants. Why is everything just seem to be working for them? And I'm like, well, that's the power of energy. That's the power of alignment. <laughs> uh, this shit works. So if you want to dive deeper into that, check out the masterclass. The link will be in the show notes below. It'll also be linked on my Instagram link tree if you want to sign up. And if you can't make it live, again, August 24th, then the replay will be sent to you the following day. But it's a it's a great place to ask questions. So I'm going to give a little training and then uh, there will be a Q&A. So you can ask any of your, your questions at the end. Always love to connect. I get so energized on those masterclass calls. Like I know Kelsey, you can feel it. Like when I'm, I do. When I'm on a call <laughs> like that, when I'm on a call like that, I can just feel myself so, so lit up. So I'm super, super excited for that upcoming masterclass. Um, yeah, the link will be in the show notes if you do want to check that out. Um, I also will say on a, on a slightly other note, the channel collective membership is going to be closing enrollment. So we've been open for a bit, but we are going to be closing enrollment um, for a bit to be the exactly how long. But if you do want to get in the, the membership, then I would recommend signing up sooner rather than later. You can check um emails, Instagram, we'll, we'll put all the dates and, and all that there, but we are going to be closing the doors. So that's going to give me some time to really focus on the current members and, um, we'll reopen in the future. But if you're not already a member, then now is, now is the time to join. So come sure join. That it's a too. fun time. Yeah. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. I'm obsessed with it. And, uh, yeah, great place to connect with other, other like-minded people, get your questions answered and just really get that roadmap to daily energy work, aligning yourself with abundance, really mastering manifestation and making that your lifestyle. All of the tools that I use are in that membership. It is designed, it is designed specifically with all, everything in there that I have used to actually get me results and manifesting the life I want. So yeah, you can learn more at christinathechannel.com slash membership and hope to see you in there if you're not already, already a member. If you have been looking for a place to take a deep dive into all things intuition, manifestation, brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, and activating miracles in your own life, then the Channel Collective is the place for you. I know it can feel like a lot as you shift into 5D and shed those old layers and start to see things in a new way. You're connecting to who you really are and you might have a lot of questions. You might feel confused or even lonely, but I also know that you have that deep thirst for knowledge and that is why I'm so excited about the Channel Collective membership. This community is a safe, welcoming space to help you explore your spirituality and your unique gifts while connecting with other like-minded people. When you join the membership, you get access to an ever-growing library of hundreds of exclusive videos on all things spirituality, manifestation, intuition, living in 5D, self-healing, and so much more. Plus, you get access to Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance channeled messages from different ascended masters so that you can learn from them for yourself. 
This is where I share my juiciest, most exclusive downloads and things that I've channeled that I don't share with the public. And you get access to ad-free pre-released podcast episodes. We also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me anything and connect with other members monthly manifestation calls, and monthly high 70 energy healing group sessions. It's truly everything you need to raise your vibration, manifest the life you want, and really anchor in 5D consciousness. I have created this container as a really powerful way for you to continue to upgrade and raise your frequency so that you can tap into all of your inner magic. This is the membership I wish I had and what I wanted. So it's really my favorite place to be. And I know that If you love the podcast, if you enjoy my YouTube channel, if you follow me on Instagram, you are going to love this because it is the true deep dive and the most exclusive information. So if you are ready to be expanded, check out the channel collective membership. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership. All of the information will be there. You can check out the different tiers and get ready to feel expanded and abundant. I can't wait to see you there. So today, what, what do you want to dive into? So Christina, as we know, you talk a lot about living in alignment and of course you embody it. And it's been a big conversation that's come up in the channel collective. And it's been really interesting to see people talk about this. But one theme that I've been noticing is people really wanting to embody alignment and really getting into things like human design, but wondering how they can show up in alignment for honestly the shit in life that they hate doing. And this is something Mm -hmm. I struggle with myself, right? Like, of course there are things we can change about our lives so that we're living more in alignment, like getting rid of the things that we really don't like to do that can be offloaded, especially as an entrepreneur. But of course there's still shit at the end of the day, like adulting tasks, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you have a family that you have to show up for, Like, how do we go about and how do you, I guess, go about these things in your life that you might be dreading or that you just find that you don't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't fulfill you, but you still have to get done. Yeah. So this is, I love this topic. I think the first place I want to start is getting a little clarity on what I mean by living in alignment, because I'm certainly not perfect. And I don't expect myself to be either. It's just like the journey that's going to go wherever it goes. It's a fun ride the whole way through. And to me, when I talk about living in alignment, I think the really big piece is just the awareness, right? So there are times that I'm not in alignment and then I feel it and I'm aware. I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me pivot back here, right? Like that's not problematic. It's just, it's the awareness so that when things overall are feeling like, resistance the whole way through. It's not supposed to feel like resistance the whole way through. Your whole life shouldn't feel like resistance, right? That's your sign. I'm not in alignment. And so for me, just developing the skill of awareness of like, whoa, this is just, this is just not feeling like flow. This is just not feeling right in my body. And then having that awareness and then pivoting as quickly as possible. And I would say when you're first doing, when you're first bringing awareness to this, it can take a little bit longer for people to make the pivot. I think what I've learned is to pivot pretty, pretty quickly compared to most people, which I know for some people it can be very jolting. Uh, sorry, but it's, it's part of my process. Uh, when I realize, oh, that that's a no. And there are certain types of people who you have to experience something and then, you know, right. Yeah. And that's, I think that's totally fine. Like it's, and I think where people, people will just make themselves wrong for no reason or get upset with themselves. Like, 
I was doing that and I wasn't in alignment, but like big picture, it was all part of the process. And sometimes we have to do things we don't like to realize what we do like, and that's okay. Um, and so I think just zooming out and like, what does it mean to live in alignment? Like, here's the thing. When I sit down and I am doing tasks related to accounting or taxes, I mean, that shit, I, that is not my sole purpose. Right? <laughs> I'm like, sure. I hate this. I'm, I don't think like this. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like this. Not it's pulling down my frequency to be honest until you shift your relationship with, with the task in itself. But I'll get back to that in a second. It's like looking at the overall picture and there, there might be things in life that aren't as exciting as other things. And like, that's okay too. Right. But if I am living my best life daily, I love the people around me. I'm super excited about my business. My I'm super excited about the work I'm doing here on the planet. And then, you know, Maybe it's like, oh, I got to do laundry. That might not be like the most exciting thing to me at the time. Does that mean I'm not living in alignment? Like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, that that's just a little frequency dip perhaps. But then where you step into next level mastery, I say, which for me is certainly I'm at the stage where it's like a conscious practice. Um, I haven't mastered this yet. The guys tell me about this. And I'm like, okay, guys. So I am very conscious about it, but it's like, taking something that isn't fun here. Here's an example, me sitting down and doing all my organization stuff I need to do for taxes. I will put it off as long as possible. And then I was like, you know what, how can I transmute this? That's what I'm here to do is, is transmute this. And so if I can transmute anything, how do I make doing all this organizational work, organizing things for taxes, submitting these things, how do I make this feel higher frequency? And I can do that. And so what I did was I had, um, I remember this, like when I figure this out and I approach it, I, I put, what's that, that thing called? Uh, that log, that log, the Yule log. Is that what it's called? Oh, I didn't, how was Yule I supposed tide? to know that's what you were going to say? <laughs> Yule tide log, whatever. Oh, what? I put that thing on the, on the TV. <laughs> Kelsey's crying. Oh my God. Kelsey's crying. I put that on the TV. I had some like nice slow jams in the background. I put a bunch of candles. Some I made it jazz. Whole, I, yeah, I put it in a, a whole mood and a vibe. I had essential oils diffusing. It was just like a whole vibe, the whole setting. I was like, yes, this is so great. Um, made myself a yummy little like, you know, Organifi hot chocolate situation. Listen, the drinks are what get you through. Yeah, the drinks get me through. I just this made the whole situation. Here. Yeah, I just made made the whole situation like a vibe. And I was like, ooh, this is exciting, right? Like. And so then going into it, I'm not going into it with the energy of, I hate this, right? Like what, what is the, this comes back to the foundational frequency. This comes back to the energy from which we take any action shifts the action itself in our experience, taking the action, the result. And so if I'm going into that task thinking, I hate this, we're like, I got to get through it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, like that's the experience I'm creating. That's the reality I'm creating that I hate it. That's also where I'm actually going to drag time and it's going to feel like it's taking longer. But I swear to God, like when I made it a vibe and I was like, this is so fun. This is like just kind of mindless. It was almost therapeutic. I was like, oh yeah, just going through these, putting it in this Excel sheet, right? Almost like therapeutic, that that type of work is kind of like folding laundry. Like that can be meditative if you let it mm -hmm. be, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go into folding laundry and you're like, I hate this, I can't believe I have to do this, I can't believe I have to, you know, pick up after everybody. I mean, you're not going to have that great of an experience if you're thinking that. But if you're like, oh, cool. I get to like, just have some me time and just 
all I have to do is fold. It's like meditation. You know, I don't really have to to think that much. Uh, what else could I do during that? That makes it a vibe. Could I put on some music and have a little dance party while, while I'm doing the laundry? You know, you can do all of this to transmute the experience. Um, and not, you don't have to let it pull down your frequency. So, you know, a big part of this though, is honestly, again, there are a lot of people that are addicted to the struggle that are addicted to drama that are addicted to complaining and feeling sad and they're looking for things to get upset about and looking for things to get annoyed about. And when I first started doing a lot of energy work and brain rewiring, I had to just kick myself in the ass and be like, stop making things, stop choosing to complain about things. Just mm-hmm. decide to, to literally like see the excitement in everything, right? Let's save the drama for when life throws something my way that actually doesn't feel good. And then let myself feel it then, but let's not, I don't need to add more of that unnecessarily. So I think something really important to remember is like the power of, of transmutation. And you can do this with simple things in your daily life. Like what are you perceiving to be a chore and how can you shift your perception to make every single thing fun and exciting and not making a bigger deal out of things than we need to, right? Because if we have something And again, I'm not perfect at this at at all, but if there's something that we're really dreading, right, we're really dreading and we're like, oh, I just don't want to do that. Or just pushing it off. We're pushing it off. We're thinking about it. Well, now we're just energizing it. We're adding more of that energy to it. We're actually spending more time on it than we even need to because we're spending time thinking about it. Right. And so it's like, if you just let it be what it is, handled it in the moment, experienced it in the moment and transmuted how you dealt with it. You'd have a completely different experience and thinking about it, dreading it, building it up. Yeah. Hating it, going into it. I used to have this experience all the time with my jobs when I was in like high school and college. I would mm-hmm. sit there and be like, I hate my job. I do not want to go into the gym at 5 a.m. today. I do not want to go. I worked at this like birthday party place where I had to clean up after gross <laughs> little toddler, like every bodily yeah. fluid. And I'm like, I do not want to like, this is awful. I would spend the whole day prior just like dreading it. And then I would go. And every single time I went, I'm like, that was not that bad. Like I built it up Mm -hmm. so much in my head. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate, not just with work, but just like other things in life too, right? Like how much energy are you spending dreading it or assuming it's going to be a certain way instead of just like being present in the moment and like making the most of it when it happens? I mean, you could also perceive that as wow, how cool is it that I have this job where I kind of just like watch kids have fun and how cute are they? And then I just clean stuff up. Like I just clean up their puke here and there. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) you know, how can I laugh about this? How can I, you know, how can I see this? This is the trick. If you thought about your life as a movie, how would you be perceiving it? And that was something that actually really helped me when I was first getting out of some of those, those habits where I would say, okay, if this was a movie and this was being shown on screen, would I be pissed or like, would I be laughing about it? And it taught me to start to to laugh about things and like find the humor in it. You know how, I mean, we're, we're such assholes, right? You like to watch people struggle on the TV screen and we laugh about, oh, it's so funny, (laughs) right? It's like, it's like uh, in our own lives, we're so upset, right? Um, So these are just like simple, simple things to transmute. You know, this is not saying if something is dragging on you, and you're able to release it, which is the other, which is the other part of it, right? Cause there are a lot of things that people just hate doing and they tell themselves they can't outsource it or they have to do it. And that's not always true. I will say from a business perspective with 
the business clients I've worked with, 98% of things that people, I'll say 99% of things that people tell me, I hate doing this. They don't have to be doing. And I'll just say, outsource it. I can't. Oh, you can. Right. But it's when we continue to complain about things or force ourselves to do things that we don't enjoy. Why? How is that? How is that serving you? What is that making you feel about yourself? What is that making you believe about yourself? What beliefs is that rooted in? Right? What beliefs did you learn from parents, from society, from teachers that told you you had to do all the things you hated? And what's it going to take for you to to release it? Because most people wait far too long to outsource, right? (laughs) Most people, a lot of people get in this cycle where they say, oh, once I have this, I'll be happier. Then they get there Mm -hmm. and then suddenly everything there is a a drag. I hate everything here. It's like, what's the common denominator here? Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, not sorry. But it's, I mean, it's the responsibility piece, right? Mm -hmm. And I know for me, like, I had to take a real hard look in the mirror a couple of years ago when I was going through this. And it was like, I have to like stop blaming everything and everyone around me, you know, and I can choose to see life every day as the most exciting, cool, amazing thing. Or I can say, oh, this is annoying. Oh, that person got in my way. Oh, the world is against me, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the way you decide to see it is going to shift, shift your experience, of course, and influence what you attract in next right so going back to the the question how do you stay in alignment when you're doing things that you don't like well the only things you're doing are things you don't like maybe you should be doing something different right like maybe you should just be doing something different or are there just little tasks within the overall life path that you don't like very much and you're like how do i in these 20 minutes of my week stay in alignment right it's like okay well, if you really hate those 20 minutes, you could either shift the way you view it. And does that actually change the experience or outsource it? And I'll say for me and my business, I mean, we've talked about this so much, right? There are things that I just don't want to do. And it feels like it's just so not in alignment with the way my energy flows that it pulls me out of all of my creative energy, all of my visionary energy. And I, I can't really, like, I just don't want to do that, you know? Um, and guess what? There are other people where that is their zone of genius, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a quad, right? Kelsey's a quad left. Isn't that great? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that great? It's Uh, wonderful. Yeah, it's so wonderful. So there are things that Kelsey loves doing, like organizing shit. Like spreadsheets. Yeah, like (laughs) spreadsheets that I literally hate. And if my whole life was spreadsheets, I would just feel not good. But um, Kelsey likes them. She likes organization, right? And and there we go. So I I outsource the things that I'm really not meant to do. But there are also certain things that I'll tell Kelsey I hate doing this. I don't want to do this. And then when we change my relationship with it, I'm, I love it. <laughs> love doing this. This so is the best, true. right? <laughs> so, okay. For example, actually, this is actually interesting. We could talk about. So one of my friends, Emily, if you're listening, hi, love you. Emily, the medium, <laughs> uh, great medium. Um, great, great human. Love her. But she was saying, she was like, yeah, I was, I was wondering 
we're kind of talking about why I had brought you, Kelsey, onto the podcast more. And I, I think there are a few things here, but I have learned that I enjoy the podcast a lot more when I have another energy to like bounce with. And Mm -hmm. especially because I'm an open throat center, whenever it's just me, it's so much harder for me to even find words. So I just like the flow better. I notice I'm much more excited than if I'm just sitting by myself, like recording something, you know? Um, And so I'm like, okay, what makes this the most joyful, exciting opportunity? And I was, I was like, God, I'm like sick of all these solos, which, you know, three months ago, I I was like, all I want to do, all I want to do are solos. And I was like, what's off here? I just needed to shift the energy behind it, the way it was done. And who knows, you know, maybe in two months I'll kick, I'll kick Kelsey off and feel like I'm back to just me and my. <laughs> it's funny because I don't even say much, but you're right. Like the energy is so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's easy. It's just feels better for me. And there's something for me of like, when I, I don't know, I just enjoy the dynamic more and even just getting me to record probably feels more natural. Yeah. It feels far like, hey, more. We're natural. just hopping on here for a convo. Just show mm-hmm. up. Totally. Totally. So yeah, those are just some, some things. And like, you know, I'm open to things always shifting, but if something feels forced, I started to feel like, why am I dragging here? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and there are certain topics I do like to just come on. Like when I did that numbers episode, I was like, so in flow. I'm just thinking about that. And I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to hop on and do it myself. But whenever something's starting to feel like I'm dragging, that just means I need to shift it. But And so it could be releasing or it could be just shifting how I do it or the energy I'm bringing to it or the why. I mean, for me, if I feel obligated to do something, I don't want to do it. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm resentful. Right. Here's the rebel. I'm the same way. But if if somebody's like, oh, you don't have to do anything, then I want to do everything. (laughs) This happens with Christina all the time. (laughs) Like, you don't have to make any content today. She's like, great. And then there's five new pieces. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this is knowing motivation style, right? This is why in biz school, the whole first section is I talk about your Enneagram. I talk about four tendencies from Gretchen Rubin and like looking that up and learning about that. I talk about human design, astrology, because when you understand your personality, when you understand your motivation style, now you don't have to keep fighting yourself the whole way through, right? Some people really thrive off of accountability. I'm somebody who, if I have somebody, if I have somebody telling me like what to do every day and like looking over my shoulder, I, I won't, I don't want to do anything. I feel flustered, but if I just get to decide for myself, great. But there are other people where it's helpful for them to have somebody checking in be like, Hey, did you do this? Hey, this is what you got to do. And that is what motivates them and keeps them accountable. So just knowing, you know, what keeps you accountable, there's no right or wrong, but yeah, those are, does that answer the question? I kind of for, Yeah, I think it's, it's also about taking the opportunity to learn about yourself. Like when you find yourself in those moments where you're dreading something or you feel really out of alignment, like what can you learn from that? Mm-hmm. That way you can actually change moving forward. Like you said, you can adjust, you can relate to it in a different way, but like take those as learning opportunities as they come. Have you had one of those recently? Hmm, I feel like you're asking for something specific and I don't know no. what. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm just wondering because you you seemed very uh, clear on that point. <laughs> what was I even just saying? That, oh, that 
taking it as a learning opportunity. So is there something recently that you're like, I don't like doing this. And then you learn something about yourself, like perhaps how actually now I know what it is, um, how any, so things might have triggered old, old wounds from past. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's a certain task that I dreaded doing and I couldn't figure out why, like it didn't really make sense to me logically. And I really sat with it and I was like, holy crap. It's because when I do this, it reminds me of an old version of myself who used to show up to this task with like so much dread and I hated my situation. And so just like take, like, I just took a pause and I thought about it and I'm the kind of person I'm an emotional authority in human design. So like when I'm in the heat of the moment, I'm like not clear on my thoughts or anything like that. Like I have to take a pause and step away for usually like a couple days before I can realize and like look back with clarity. And I was like, wow, like this interaction or this task was like very reminiscent of one from my past that I would say is for sure traumatic. And like just having that clarity alone, I then showed up the next day and like it was totally different. Like I could see it objectively for what it was and realize that like this situation is different and I kind of have like the power to change how I show up to it. And now it's totally fine. But a lot of the times, yeah, it could be you're just triggered. Like, why are you triggered by this obligation? Like you said, like, is there something from your childhood? I mean, I know <laughs> Christina loves to ask those questions, but it's true. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm that asshole who like at lunch is like, this is related to your mom. Psycho <laughs> analyzing me over my PB&J. Oh my <laughs> I literally, I literally just said this to one of my friends uh, last night. She was texting me about something and I was like, not she was not ready for it. and I was like well you know this is about your your trauma with your mom <laughs> she was like shut up <laughs> oh my god oh no 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 I only I only insert that when it's somebody I know I'm like close to I don't just do that to <laughs> random strangers don't worry um <laughs> so it's, you don't just flip everybody's lives upside down <laughs> yeah but it can be something it can be something that feels really s- simple, honestly. Like, I mean, this shows up in relationships a lot too. Like there are so many small things that your partner can do. This, ha- this has happened so many times where I'm like, why did that annoy me so much? And then I realized, oh, it's because my mom did that or my dad did that. Yeah. Like, and it made me so upset as a kid. And now in this situation, I'm blowing this out of proportion because <laughs> what I'm feeling are all of the emotions I felt when I was six years old and that happened and that kept happening. And my little six-year-old self felt like I wasn't seen or heard. And so to your point, identifying it, realizing how it made us feel, right? And then this is a new situation. I actually get to expand past that, that maybe not so good feeling that didn't feel very good, that experience and create a new pattern, a new belief moving forward. It just requires awareness and, and choice, Mm -hmm. you know, or if, I mean, this is true in like tasks. If your parent complained about something every single day, do you also complain about the same thing? That's something so simple. That's so common for people of like, oh, I hate the laundry. I hate doing bills, right? I know my mom doing bills was this, whole ordeal right the whole it was like I could feel the energy I could feel Back the when build they up. arrived in the mail yeah probably I, could, sucked, to be honest. I could feel, and it would all be laid out on the front table the, the, <laughs> we had this big table in the front room that was huge and there would just be so many bills and my mom was always very busy right and then she would pick like a weekend and be deep in these bills and I just built this belief oh my gosh bills are the hardest scariest thing as an adult like so much anxiety and then I became you know, more of an adult. And obviously I have bills to pay. And I'm like, 
this, this shit's on auto pay. <laughs> it's not <even> yeah. stressful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, even it's work, just, I feel like we're trained yeah. as kids that your job has to suck. It's just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Like no one actually really enjoys their job. And it's like, also you have to think about all of the programming. Yeah. You don't have to, it's another layer. It's another layer and it's definitely a deeper layer, but that is a route you can go. If you feel that you're fine, like you find yourself in the same cycles. Like I, this happened to me a lot. Like, I think I'd make a mindset shift and it kept showing up again and again. And that's when I'd realize I need to like take a step back and be like, what's actually going on here? Like, what is this rooted mm-hmm. in? Yeah. Yeah. And it can be parents, friends, ancestral, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the key, and especially at this time on the planet, right? It's like really stepping into this power of transmutation. And I, I feel that, you know, I will say actually I've probably released a lot of friendships because of this, because of people who don't want to transmute, they just want to complain. And I'm like, mm. but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, certain situations realizing where we're choosing to continue the pattern um, rather than not saying it's always easy, right? It actually feels really sticky often yeah. to, to shift a pattern that is within your ancestral line, you know, with, within just your, your family, even just something that you experienced earlier on. Right. And it can feel really, really deeply rooted and feel stickier. And that's why sometimes people, you know, they get, I've seen people get really upset with themselves because they're like, this is such a simple thing. Why can't I shift it? Like, well, it seems like a simple Mm -hmm. thing, a simple thing on the surface, but you have to think about, again, I think the best way that I can describe this is how I see it energetically. Right. So some person might have this habit. Um, let's say I'm afraid to stop overworking. Okay. They like, can't take any days off. And this is how both their parents were. This is how, um, their parents were, this is like, you know, many generations back the work ethic. That's what we've built our, our worth on. Right. We, we, we think we're so great because of how hard we work and how many hours and how we, you know, all of that, or that was just the way that's the only way to succeed. That was, that's the belief ingrained. And so you think about all of every person holding that belief and the energy that they build, think of it like an energy ball. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Every single person adding more to the energy ball. And then you have it. And now it's like this big energy, knot that's huge. And you're like, Oh, I just want to take on a new belief. And you're like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I not let myself take two hours off on a weekend? You know? (laughs) And well, it's because that might seem, you might be telling yourself logically, this is so simple. Just do something different. And then you might get mad at yourself unnecessarily. Right. But it's like, realize the big energy knot that you're untangling for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. It's okay. If that's a process, it's okay. If that's a process. Um, and I think that's important to say, cause people can, you know, make themselves wrong all the time. Just let it be the process that <laughs> let it be a process, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but it's that awareness that is key. The transmutation, choosing to transmute. I get a lot of messages from people early on in their entrepreneurial journey. And I noticed that a lot of people feel stuck and I, totally understand how you are feeling. I've been there too. And I have worked with hundreds of people who have felt the same. And for a lot of people, they feel like the harder they work, the further they actually get from building an aligned and abundant business. So if you can relate to this, I have some really exciting news. I am pumped because no bullshit business school is officially 
coming back, relaunching. This program is newly revamped and exactly what you need to help propel you forward in your business. This is something I have poured my heart and soul into to create all of the resources that I wish I had starting out and to offer you the resources that are going to serve you for years and years and years throughout your journey as an entrepreneur. This course contains all of the original Nobius Biz School teachings on how to successfully build your online coaching business, plus even more new video lessons emphasizing the real secret to success, mastering your energetics and following your intuition in your business. The best part is that No BS Biz School is now self-paced so you can get the support you need whenever and wherever you need it and you can go fully at your own pace on your own time because I know this is what a lot of entrepreneurs are really looking for. When you sign up for No BS Biz School, you will get access to over 20 hours of video lesson content plus another 10 hours of exclusive video interviews with other six and seven figure entrepreneurs in the industry plus downloadable PDF guides and lifetime access to the whole course. We cover truly everything you need to know from finding your niche and creating magnetic content to money mindset and manifestation hacks in your business. You will also be able to connect with a group of like-minded, soul-centered entrepreneurs who are also taking the course in our private Facebook community. So if you're looking for a mind-body, soul approach to up-leveling and building your business to six figures and beyond without needing a huge social media following or any paid ads, this is the course for you. Most of my clients have less than 200 followers. This is building your business all through organic growth that you can work smarter, not harder, and build your business in an aligned way. I have poured my heart and soul into creating this container for people who are ready to cut through the BS and grow their businesses. And I have seen so many (laughs) incredible transformations from the clients who've gone through this course. And these transformations are not just in their business, but also in their overall lives. And I am so excited for you to do the same. This is probably the only business course you will ever need. So if you're ready to make quantum leaps in your business, just head to bit.ly slash no BS biz school to learn more about everything included and get on the wait list to get first access when we relaunch. Again, that's bit.ly slash no BS biz school. You can check out countless testimonials and learn all about what you will receive in the program there. And I cannot wait to support you on your journey. You've talked a lot about presence and time in the last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. and this ties into what we were just talking about, but people wondering how to expand time with the things that they enjoy. And like we talked about on a previous podcast, it's, it's all about being present and really like savoring every moment of what you do enjoy. And then I think to what you mentioned earlier in terms of shrinking time for things you don't like, that's another question that pops up a lot. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it's just like changing your relationship to what you're doing and like, how can you make it fun? And And like you talked about before, like if you're folding laundry, how can you appreciate that time to yourself? And Mm -hmm. I know for me, cleaning is a big one. I hate cleaning. Mm -hmm. I have a puppy now who sheds everywhere and it feels like my apartment is never clean, but I take that time to listen to my music or like listen to a podcast episode. And I'm like, and I'm just doing this monotonous thing on the side. It's like, again, it's all about how you relate to the task. And I'm curious if there are any more examples you have of how you either make time go by more quickly or slow it down for the things that you really do want to take in. Yeah, I love this topic. So time expansion is interesting because they're, first of all, when people want to expand or shrink time, I think they need to, first of all, think about, well, your relationship with time, right? Because this is one of the, one of the most common ways that abundance versus scarcity mindset comes up. It's like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. If you're living in the belief, there isn't enough time 
then that's what you create versus <laughs> I have more than enough time for everything. You somehow have more than enough time. But let's also think about an example of when we say, well, when we say I want to expand time, do you mean that you want it to feel like it lasted a long time or do you want it to feel like you're, you're so deeply in the present moment that you don't even notice what the time is? Because yeah. I think we've all had an experience. Well, maybe not everybody. I think most people <laughs> have of, have you ever been doing something, having so much fun? You're with your, you know, best friend or you're with your partner and you're so in the present moment and it can feel like you had all the time in the world, right? You're like, oh my gosh, like we, it, it just feels like it's a never ending moment. At the same time, you look at the clock and you're like, holy shit, how did five hours pass? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So in that example, the nuance is that that, that in a way feels like time was expanding because you're so deeply in it. Right. But then based on the clock, you might feel like, where did that go? Right. And so what is the actual, what is the actual goal with time expansion? Because for some people, if they're just looking at how do I make this minute feel like it's lasting forever? If, if that's, that's your goal, right. And this comes back to anchoring into how you want to feel really, because if you're anchoring into the specifics as in, I just want this, I want it to feel like it's, you know, 155 forever. Well, one way you could do that is by doing something you dread, right? Because when I, if I do something I'm dreading, <laughs> I'm like looking at the clock, has it been 20 minutes? Oh my God, it's only been two, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So that happens, that happens with time. And this is like where I'll ask people, you know, if, if the clock said it was 155 permanently, would your relationship with time change? Most people think about that. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. I mean, why are there some days that feel like they last forever and some days that feel like they're so short? And I think this is a really cool experiment that you can keep track of for yourself to notice when, when do I feel like time expands? When do I feel like it's so slow? And when do I feel like it is so fast? Right. And the more we actually get into the nuance, it's almost like, okay, one of the ways I could expand time, I notice that whenever I am anywhere besides wherever I live. So this is not just, it's not this house. It's wherever I live as a residence, whenever I'm out of my routine, out of my environment, let's say I'm spending the night at a friend's house or I'm traveling, my morning feels like it lasts you know, one hour feels like it's eight hours. I'm like, whoa, I have so much time. I'm so chill. But then when I'm here, I'll wake up and I feel like three hours passed and I got two things done. Right. Interesting. But then also if I'm doing something I don't want to be doing, like, I don't know, waiting in line at jury duty. (laughs) (laughs) Hypothetically speaking. (laughs) uh, Has it been, it's got, it must have been 30 minutes by now. And it's only been two minutes. (laughs) Right. So what, what are the common experiences, the common energies underpinning experiences where you feel like time is expanding that, that you enjoy as opposed to expanding time, doing things you you don't like. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so I think one of the main things if we're thinking about expanding time, for me, it is whenever I set my intention that I have more than enough time and I operate from the belief that I have more than enough time. Because if I'm operating off of the belief that I don't have enough time, then I won't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Something I'm um, practicing for sure. Have you noticed any anything different? Honestly, yeah. I'm less stressed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, this mm-hmm. week I really set the intention to be like, okay, there's a lot on my plate, but it's going to get done. When have I never, when have I ever knew I had to get something done and it like never happened? That's not the case for me. Like everything I know needs to get done will get done, but it's just trusting that you're going to find the space and the time to do it. And like, honestly, releasing control. And mm-hmm. so I think I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. It's, I mean, it's all about like pressure you place on yourself. Yeah, because whenever we like energize something with like those that low frequency, right? Like we're making it, we're spending more time on it, worrying about it. And we could have been putting that energy toward the things we do like and then fitting more in. I mean, if you think like I told you all the things I did this weekend, okay? Like (laughs) it was out of control. (laughs) And I I got it all done. I got it all done and I wasn't sleep deprived. Mm, Well, maybe one, maybe, maybe a little bit, but I wasn't tired actually. Yeah. Um, and I was like looking back and I'm like, whoa, I can't believe how much I got done. Like, and I, because going into it, I was like, I don't need to get any of this done, but I'm like, I'm going to prioritize my self-care first. And here's a common thing for me for sure is whenever I prioritize my self-care, um, me feeling like I'm in, in a grounded state, clear state, that is how I expand time. You know, people have this experience with meditation, like, because this comes back to, to clarity as well, even with business, right? If you take an extra hour of your day to focus on yourself, journal, get your thoughts out, um, set your frequency for the day, and then make a clear plan for what you're doing all day, you're so much more efficient um, yeah. and, and clear moving forward, you know? And so you can look at this from like an energetic perspective, but also a very tangible perspective. Like, People who don't make to-do lists are a lot slower at their tasks because they waste time deciding, Right. you know? And this is one of the biggest ways that people slow themselves down is they're not decisive. And that's in their lives in general. That is just in how much they can get done. Like deciding moves energy forward. And if we're not moving energy in any direction, then of course we're just going to feel stagnant. It's going to feel slow, so to speak. Um, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else with time expansion that I, that I want to get into, but I also think there's this, this is the other side of it where it's like when everybody's so worried about being hyperproductive and Mm -hmm. then we're like missing the point of the presence piece, because the thing is like when you slow down and you are more present and you're like fully experiencing the richness of every moment, right? Then time expands. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like in the entrepreneurship space, the business space, personal development, people can just get so caught up in being productive that they're zooming through life and not even experiencing it, right? And so it comes back to what what is your why? What is your intention? And I like to get many things done, but I also want to be present the whole way through. And there's, for me, there's no point in getting things like, because the things I choose to do are the things that I like. Right. And so there's no point in me zooming through and just 
doing it just to get it done. Right? So if I'm like fully experiencing every moment in my life, I can get a lot done, but I'm also fully present. And so in that way, it feels like time is expanding in terms of the amount of energy that I feel like I'm spending just experiencing joy is quite high. It's like the what I get to do list instead of the what I have to do list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, this is like a really good exercise for anybody, but especially I was doing this from a more like generator sacral perspective of just writing everything down that I do ever, uh, <laughs> which was like a big list. And I put it into buckets. I was like, relationships, house, business, you know, like all these different things. And I just wrote down everything I do. And I went one by one and I was like, is this a yes or a no? Right. Mm-hmm. And I made a very clear, like, yes list. And then I had a very clear no list. And so then I went through there and I was like, what here do I have to do? And I would say 1% of it are things that like, you know, needed to get done. So then it's like, how do I transmute this and turn this into a uh, yes, I get, <laughs> I get to do this, right? This is exciting yeah. for me. And also sometimes reframing, reframing things. It's like, like th- there's a reason why, why you're doing the laundry. There's a reason why you're cleaning your house, right? And so it's like, oh my God, how amazing is my house going to feel at the end of this, right? Like, and it can, it can be driven by that too. Um, but, and then pairing it with things that you like doing, right? Like listening to the podcast, listening to um, I don't know, a course or something that makes you feel good listening to music that you really want to listen to. Those are different things that we can use to, to move it to uh hell yes. So especially if you have a sacral, I think it's good to <laughs> check in. I mean, manifesting generator too, right? Pruning, pruning yeah. everything on your to-do list. But I think the other big thing here, honestly, is like, where you put your energy. So the other piece of that, a lot of times people are so focused on like, how am I doing what I'm doing? But also when I would think about relationships. So I think about friendships, family, partnerships, like when you're with other people, what is your perception of time? Like in those relationships, because one really common way people always feel like I don't have enough time is because they're putting energy into relationships that they actually deep down perceive as that was a waste of time. And then they are, it's the end of the week. Right. And they're, and they feel like, I had no time this week. (laughs) What were you spending it doing? (laughs) Yeah. What were you spending it doing? Right. And I see this most often coming in terms of coming up in terms of relationships people have. It's like, I was talking to this person. That's a good one. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. I went to lunch in with, with this person. It's like, okay, every, you're putting energy into everything. You're spending time, right? That's what's, that's what's unique about this experience, right? Because it's like expanding time, moving beyond that. Like the, the fully human, like 3d experience of it is like, we are constricted by time. It's a new thing. And so it it teaches us to make the most of it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you're putting your energy anywhere, right. And if, if time is precious, like, where are you putting it? And if you're always feeling resentful and always feeling like you're wasting time, well, where have you been putting it? Because yeah. if you start to only put your energy into things that are 100% worth it, hell yes, now you're not feeling like you're wasting any time. Breaker <laughs> zone, you know? Um, so 
this is the thing. And I know a lot of people wait with relationships. Like they, they're like, oh, I, I just want new friends to come in before I leave this relationship. Cause I don't want to be by myself. There isn't space. If you're already in the energy of, I don't have enough time. I mean, there is an energetic space for new people to come in. That's just, that's just the, you know, the, the way it works. <laughs> um, especially when you're operating from that belief that you don't have enough time. So people talk all the time, like, I want new friends. Like I need people who are aligned, but they're putting all of their energy into people that they're quite aware don't align with them anymore. Well, of course you're going to feel like you're wasting time and you don't have enough time. You always have enough time for the things that you want to do. So prioritize those. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah. It, it's like quite simple in, in that aspect of like, are you prioritizing the things that you don't even want to make time for? So then you're going to perceive everything as wasting your time. And a lot of people go about it. Like I want to knock out all the stuff that I hate first mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe it should be flipped. I mean, I think that it's an interesting experiment, right? Yeah. What if every morning I will say like my morning is so freaking important. I want to start my day off on a real high vibe, yummy note, because it affects the way I move forward with everything. And if I start my day off doing tasks for other people, reacting to other people, doing things I don't want to do. I just feel annoyed the whole way through. But if I start off with the things that I love the most, then I feel really excited. I feel complete. I feel fulfilled. And if there's anything I, I'm, you know, that's on the to-do list that I'm not like, I don't know, isn't the most exciting thing. I actually relate to it differently. For example, mm -hmm. emails, right? If I spent my whole morning responding to them, I would feel resentful and it would be nobody else's fault except for me because that's what I decided to put my energy toward first. But if I spend my morning channeling or writing right, or doing something creative that I really want to get done, the thing I'm most excited about, then later, because I've you know spent a good amount of energy, then I'm like, oh, great. Now I'll just respond to these people. It's really fast. It's quick. Get it done. And I'm not stressed about it, worried about it, adding energy to it outside of when I'm actually doing it. And that's mm -hmm. where it starts to feel like it takes up even more of your time. And because it literally where... does when you just sit and dwell on it. <laughs> yeah, I it literally for myself. <laughs> We've had this conversation, right? Because it's like people can get overwhelmed with all these things they have to do. And it's like, OK, well, what like on a logistical like like what are you what are you spending time on? Like how much time? And then you look at it and you're like, uh, it's like 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes. And I'm like. Okay, but how much time are you spending dreading it? Suddenly this thing that takes you 20 minutes. But you dread it for like 10 days. <laughs> yeah, you turn into half of your day because you're just, you're annoyed about it. You're, you're still energizing it. Your thoughts energize things. Yeah. So reworking that is, is helpful as well. And really starting your day on that high frequency note, filling, filling your cup first, getting your most creative tasks done. I mean, this is also very much like the book, uh, Deep Work, uh, if you haven't read it, like, Cal Newport talks about this a lot, just in terms of like how to get a lot of deep work done, because most people don't write the book they want to write or make the podcast they want to make, right? Because they they feel like they don't have enough time because we've been essentially trained to not engage in deep work. We're distracted all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to get in your groove when you have a million other things to respond to, right? It's like, I need a huge chunk. I know for me personally, I need a huge chunk of uninterrupted time. I don't have anything else on my mind. This is for this. And I can knock it out pretty quickly. I have to have that time where I can go in deep, but if it feels like, Oh, 
you know, I had a 30 minute break before this. And I, I was like, I have a couple of other things I want to do today. And I was like, I can't do anything that 30 minutes. So I'd rather just drink my smoothie because I don't want to feel rushed through it all. Right. Um, I need to be able to go in deep and it's going to be better and more effective when I do that. So, um, yeah, hopefully that was helpful in terms of relating to time and, uh, staying in alignment when you feel like you're doing shit you hate, maybe don't do it anymore or stop hating it (laughs) in a nutshell, (laughs) In, in a nutshell, in a nutshell. Let me just see if there's anything else. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so. (laughs) Okay, so Metatron is saying that um, he feels like with some of this, kind of what we're talking about, like, what is your intent? He's saying checking in on your intention, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are trying to get out of their human experience. This is back to people who just try and do everything to not be in the humanness. It's like they don't want to feel their feelings, right? Uh, we are escaping into other realities. It's like, but you came here to do the human thing. And part of the mastery is not to get out of the human thing, but rather to like master the experience itself. And so mm-hmm. he's kind of just saying like, <laughs> stop trying to opt out of your humanness. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> unsubscribe. And, yeah. <laughs> you cannot unsubscribe to this, but this is what you signed up for. So work with it, you know, and a lot of people He's saying a lot of people are looking for these hacks because they're trying to avoid the difficult decisions of releasing what they don't like. And Mm. it takes bravery and courage to say, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And so where are you avoiding making those difficult decisions, cutting ties, saying no by becoming obsessed with hyper productivity, time expansion, right? It's all about the why. What is my intention behind this? And what am I trying to avoid? Because he's saying that for a lot of people, it's an avoidance tactic. And again, it is about being brave, which you are, if you let yourself be and, and learning to say, no, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm saying yes to the things that light me up and trusting that when you do that, you know, everything else falls, falls into the place, into place. We have Well, a lot of people live under the illusion that if they say no, they're hurting other people. But the thing is, if you're saying no to what's not in alignment and, and, or if you're saying yes, something that's not in alignment, you're actually lowering the frequency of everyone around you and robbing people of certain opportunities for growth or to step into things that they do like. And so it really takes everybody kind of working together and only saying yes to what, and saying yes to what lights them up, right? Mm -hmm. And, and setting the example also of like, I get to say no uh, to things that really are not for me. And where are you saying, where are you telling yourself that you can't say no because of somebody else's feelings when actually that's a cop out because you're afraid of your next step? Mm-hmm. So people will use other people's feelings as an excuse right? <laughs> they will use other people's feelings as an excuse, but what's the real problem? What's, what's the real reason why you're afraid of saying no? And if you actually let yourself sink into the human experience of 
time is a precious commodity. Like, what would that actually look like to sink into that and know that? And instead of trying to fight it, flow with it and be very intentional about where you place your energy every single day. Would you make different decisions? And it's sort of like, you know, with, with everything that's happening on the planet, people are being really shaken up and waking up to this. I will say that I feel really blessed to have had a near-death experience earlier on in my life to really learn for myself like how precious time is and that I wanted to be really intentional about how I used my time and I didn't want to put it toward anything that was making me feel like I was wasting it. And a lot of people are waking up to this now, right? It's almost like we need this aggressive experience to make us realize, hey, like time is a precious thing. You know, people are deep in a fear state or deep in fear state right now. A lot of people are really in fear because they feel concerned about what's going to happen tomorrow. But the truth is like, you could ask that any, any day of any year throughout human history. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's just that it's, it's being brought to light right now. Right. Because there, there have, you know, any day, even before this, somebody could get sick. There could be a natural disaster, right? There are, you know, freak accidents all the time. And so why does it take us being shaken up so intensely for us to realize, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> every single day, choose to put your energy toward things that make you happy. Live your purpose every day. And if it is a deep, a deep no in your body, why aren't you listening to it? So it's really, he just keeps saying it's about letting yourself experience the human thing. And actually in letting yourself fully experience the human thing, that's actually how you start to transcend the human thing. I love that. You know what it reminds me of? I hate to bring it here, but I also, I also have to. It reminds me of Devil's Snare and Harry Potter. I knew you were going to bring up Harry Potter. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. Right? My intuition. Where, when there's when screaming, they're like trying to get, and Hermione's like, just relax, right? And then you just get released from it. Mm -hmm. Although he's showing it to me the opposite direction and we're not tangled up in Devil's Snare, but almost like people are trying to push above and ascend by pushing. When instead the way to ascend is by just sinking and experiencing it, like surrendering, mm -hmm. being in flow. And then you just, it's like you just float. And then you, you float, float up. You float up. And there's no ceiling. There's no ceiling, right? So this is looking at all of the sneaky places we are still in resistance. Where are we in resistance to being human? And a lot of people are without realizing it. And I think time is a really common way. And the emotions, feeling emotions is another really common way. Because mm -hmm. it's like everybody looks for ways to manage their emotions or to not feel them to distract themselves. And like, that is core to this experience. Yep. So I think, I think we'll wrap up there for today. Thank you, sir. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> all right. Um, I think we'll wrap up there for today, but I hope this was interesting. Let us know uh, if you have any thoughts, leave a comment on a recent Instagram post. And if you have any, any topics, that you would like explored on the show, you can send them in if you go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D. There will be a little button you can click and you can submit the topic 
there. And if you're not already in the free private forum, definitely check it out. You can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership. Scroll down, join the free private forum. That's a great place to connect with other podcast listeners. And, uh, you know, just find your soul fam. Find, find aligned people who will uh, reflect reflect back for you, hold space, all the good stuff. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Sending you lots of love. Hope you have an incredible rest of your day. And we will chat with you again next episode.